Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So recently, I have come across a few areas of exploit or at least attempted scams as far as trying to get me to purchase something that I thought this would be a good time to do a security update because there's always new things that are coming out. And hopefully by me sharing this stuff with you, it will save you some headache in the future. So today, that's what we're going to dive into, just a quick security updates and some ways that you could possibly protect yourself and things to look out for that is now popping up the lot that I'm seeing lately. There is the typical things like don't click on links that you're not familiar with. Always go to the official pages as far as what the links are that they're mentioning the founders in the Discord or from their official Twitter profile or whatever, because people definitely design the various mint pages or project pages to look just like the real thing, sometimes even better than the real thing. They're just trying to steal people's money. Now, that is all the stuff that has been going on. But recently, I've been seeing a lot of things pop up that has been really catching my attention because it's something that I have not seen before. And in particular, in this area that a lot of things are fast moving and we all suffer from FOMO to some degree or not, even though we like to say some of us anyway, such as myself, like to say that we're very logical, we're very methodic, we are by the spreadsheet and what have you. But as humans, we definitely have the emotions and FOMO is a very real thing. Nobody wants to miss out. FOMO, in case you don't know, is the fear of missing out. And when we see a good deal and we are anxious to get something, that is when a lot of mistakes are prone to be made. Although, this was a legitimate thing. I'm just going to give you an example of recently how I almost had some serious FOMO and I'm fumbling out and I could have made a lot of mistakes. Last night, I'm in the reveal party for 90s Babe. Absolutely love that project. That is currently my PFP and um, always in, in there having a good time. And they made an announcement that anyone with the roller skates have that particular feature is going to get physical, real roller skates from a partnering company. Now, I happen to be over on OpenSeas at that time, and I see that there is one on the market for basically the floor price. And I said, wow, I can't believe somebody has that. So I'm rushing to go over to my uh, exchange to transfer some ETH in so that way I can get it. And of course, this is all going down. And as I'm doing this, I'm typing in my password incorrectly. I'm literally just tripping over everything. Keys, it's like my fingers just weren't working properly. In that process of the time, the thing actually sold. But the reason why I'm even bringing that up, this was a legitimate product or a legitimate NFT from the official project. However, just proving that that during that time of FOMO, we are very prone to make mistakes. And this is something that I do regularly. I know my password. It's not like I forgot the password, but just because I was rushing, it came to the point where I couldn't even log into it because I'm trying to uh, get there as quick as possible because I knew the price that it was listed for was the price. Probably the skates are valued more than that at itself. So I know no matter what, once I purchase it at that price, I'm going to be cash positive. So in that case, that is just one example. But things that I've been seeing popping up as far as working on people's FOMO, which I haven't seen really before the, the last uh, couple weeks, is this new thing, at least for me, it is a new thing, of changing a list price. Now, another project that I was a part of, very happy to uh, mint, 
they were doing their art reveal. And during this time, there was a lot of volume because after an art reveal, a lot of people are unloading the ones that are not popular or the ones that they don't like, the rarity or whatever it might be. And they're putting it on the market, sometimes even below uh, the mint price itself. They just want to unload it, maybe get into another one or flip their money to the next project or uh, use those funds to purchase a more rare one or one that they like. Well, in this case, what was happening, there was a lot of volume and you could definitely see the sales volume and activity within the last half an hour of between the time of reveal until the time I went on open seas had spiked up and things were selling very quickly because again, they were undercutting the floor price. So I saw one that I really liked. I ended up going onto the page and I'm getting ready to purchase it. However, all of a sudden I realized that when it came time for me to confirm the transaction and everything, it was a ridiculous number. So I'm saying, wait, what is going on here? And what I realized is people were taking advantage of this fast moving time because people were just really jumping into it and purchasing very quickly because the same thing plays in that whole FOMO. You see one that you really like, it is half of the floor price and you want to get into it as quick as possible. And you know that these things are going off the market very quickly because the art reveal just happened and everyone just happens to be on open seas looking at their metadata and they want to pick up another one or swap and trade, do whatever they are, that you don't really have that much time. So once I go to purchase this, then I see, for example, I think the figure, if I'm not mistaken, was 0.05. And of course, the pre-sale for this particular project was at 0.06 and the public sale was 0.07. So seeing it at 0.05, I said, okay, that is a pretty good deal. I go to purchase it. I really like it. But then when I'm getting ready to confirm, I see it is 0.5 ETH. So I'm like, wait, what is going on here? And I realized this was a pattern through that whole spiked volume period that were there were some sketchy characters that were doing some uh, shenanigans in the sense that they're listing it for a very low price that they know that people are going to try to FOMO and get into this as quick as possible during that period of time. And then somehow through the back end, they're changing it to uh, a higher price. So it's like they're, they're canceling the listing and relisting it. But because the people already on that token price, they assume that they're not going to read it and, and go in. So it really is just ridiculous in my opinion, there should be some sort of safeguard that, okay, when you're on that particular token page, if someone relists it and lists it, then you know, you're know you going to have to refresh that page and load it. But what ends up happening in that case actually is that the page, the actual browser page does not change and you still see the original price, which is a 0.05. But then once you go into the tab now where the MetaMask is, then that's when you're going to see the new price right before you sign that transaction. So if someone does have that full ETH in their wallet, which luckily or unluckily, <laughs> I did not have 0.5 ETH in my wallet. And even if I didn't realize that the, the price had changed or whatever, I wouldn't have been able to make that purchase anyways. But I just think it's just really sketchy and really just dishonest for someone to really take advantage of that whole time and knowing that it's fast volume and people do have that FOMO. But another thing that I'm seeing a lot of people also do is they're making an offer for something that is listed for, uh, for example, one of my NFTs I have listed for 0.07 ETH. And the offer that was made to me was 0.009 ETH. So if you don't notice that and you're not someone who is familiar with decimal points and what have you, you might be thinking, okay, this is actually a larger number or in the sense that you might be very familiar with it, but just because, again, you're rushing and possibly you want to get this deal before uh, they cancel it, that you're just going to want to take this thinking in your mind that is 0.09, which is 
0.02 more than I actually have it listed for that you'll accept this thing. That's what they're hoping for, that you're going to make an error during this time. So just a few things to look out for during this whole time and just understanding that the human emotions really blurs judgment and even vision for that matter, because something that you see an offer come in for more than you have it listed for, you just might be so excited to uh, go into it and accept that as quick as possible that you make that mistake mentally and not see that it is a different decimal point. A few other things that I'm seeing pop up in uh, discords is people are dropping links and they make it seem like it is an innocent thing as if, oh, I, I can't believe that someone actually put this up there and they think I'm going to fall for that or whatever it might be. And then they want people to click that link and it goes to a fake open C page or a fake listing or something of that nature. Or they might ask a question, do you think this is a good price? I'm new. I don't have any yet. Should I get this one? Something like that. They're putting it in there. And if these moderators aren't very active and really taking care of the community, what could happen in that sense is these sketchy characters are posting that in there to make it look like, oh, they want to get into this project. However, the only reason why they're posting that or asking that question is because they want people to click that and then think that, wow, that is a great deal. And they go in there and they try to basically snipe that and get it out from underneath that person before they have the opportunity. So they're actually banking on the fact that out of a desire to help are going to click on it, but then they're going to see that great deal and take it for themselves. So there is just so many characters in this space that are willing to do some shady things in order to make a quick dollar. And these are the things that I'm seeing pop up recently. And of course, like the usual, the old hats as far as OpenSea's fake collections, they might add a hyphen or a dash or the word the or something to make the collection name just slightly different. And someone who is unsuspecting, not really looking at these names or paying that much attention to it is going to purchase these things. And that's what they're banking on. And again, someone that sees a great deal, their judgment becomes cloudy because FOMO sets in. They do not want to miss out. They do not want to miss this. But they're a whole bunch of cues and, and different things to look for that has really been spoken about everywhere. But the number of NFTs that are in that particular collection, the official links, and if it is a verified account to see if that blue check mark is there or not. So there are quite a few things that do stand out to determine if this is the real one or not. And also another thing is sometimes it might be an Ethereum-based NFT, but because of the cheap gas fees, what have you, they're putting these fake ones on Polygon. So just a few things to look out to. That is older, but this new whole price changing things and all these different things that I'm seeing pop up, especially in the last two weeks, is something that I really haven't encountered before uh, this period of time. And just a quick refresher course as far as how to protect yourself on Discord, I highly recommend turning off your uh, direct messages. I know uh, that has probably been said by so many people over and over, whether in Twitter spaces, podcast or whatever, but I always see these questions being asked about, oh, did uh, you guys DM me this about the new Mint or did you move up this or is there an exclusive whatever? I received it in my DM and it's almost on a daily basis that we're having to tell new people in the various discords that I'm in to turn off your messages because the founders of the project will never DM you without you uh, reaching out to them or you starting the conversation, right? So that is a red flag in itself. And one thing to do uh, to really protect your discord, and even if you are running a discord, is 
doing two-factor authentication, which is you simply, you go into the settings and you have it so that in order to log in, you just don't need the password and you sign in because God forbid someone gets your password, they can get in. But also two-factor authentication, it requires one of those apps such as Google or Microsoft Authenticator, or there's quite a few others that you put in those numbers on your cell phone to also match up. So it's basically two steps to log in, protecting your Discord, protecting your account. And really you should do that for your crypto exchanges. You should do that for uh, any curated wallets that you have, your emails, anything really, any kind of service that needs to be protected. There's some sort of uh, vulnerability if someone gets into that. Two-factor authentication is a very good thing. But primarily, that is the number one way that these discords are being hacked. I couldn't even understand like how these various projects, the, the founders and the, the, the mod teams and, and everyone, they ended up getting their discord hacked. I'm thinking, like, is this some sort of like server hack? Does that mean someone is going into uh, discord's back end and, and going through whatever server or hosting company it is, maybe Amazon, their uh, AWS system? What's actually going on there? And I found out that the number one thing is there is not two-factor authentication for one of these mods are founders and they end up just getting the password and logging into their discord and pretending to be them and that's how they post the fake links change out all these different things and they start to contact people doing all sorts of shenanigans and really the best way to protect yourself if you're running a discord and really even if you're not running the discord just as a user of discord is two-factor authentication it is a little bit slower process to log in however just as making those purchases on OpenSea's haste really makes waste i know it's like one of those old-fashioned old-time sayings but there's really a lot of truth into it because a lot of the time when we're trying to make things quicker and easier that is how we end up opening ourselves up to all these different attacks or making these uh, costly errors and the 30 seconds or the 20 seconds that we might spend to uh, do that extra step sure it might sometimes cause us to miss out on a great deal or a promotion but more often than not it's going to protect us from losing way more than what we would ever gain in that short period of time so with that said I'm just going to keep it very basic and simple and pointing those things out because security is very important but as usual I just want to thank you for listening thank you for having this be a part of your daily routine, listening to these episodes. And if you really enjoy any kind of feedback would be greatly appreciated in whatever podcast app that you are listening to, just leave a rating and review. It really would help out the show, help new people to find it as far as when they're browsing through to see what to listen to. If they see something with a rating, it's like a brand new restaurant. You see a couple stars, a couple reviews. It makes you want to try that restaurant as opposed to the one that really has nothing. No one's talking about that. So I do appreciate that. And I look forward to the next episode. So later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.